You want to hear something uh, really scary? Transport Canada is holding an aviation safety summit this week. It's called Fit to Fly. It's a workshop in Gatineau, Quebec, and it's aimed at figuring out tougher safety rules if they're needed and if pilots should face random alcohol and drug testing. What? Didn't you already think that that was something we did here in Canada? Air Transat pilots, I must remind you, back in uh, July of 2016, were caught just smashed in Glasgow before a uh, flight. And they uh, they couldn't fly their planes. And then there was that New Year's Eve Sunwing pilot that was so drunk he stumbled onto his airplane in Calgary. His pins upside down. He apparently appeared to pass out in the captain's chair. He wasn't allowed to fly. He was impaired. It's It's a scary... Uh, situation and you know it seems to be a no-brainer that you know if we're doing it for the TTC that random drug and alcohol testing would just be something that happens when you're a pilot and you're aware you're going to be subjected to not so much we're joined by Jock Williams who's a retired Air Force fighter pilot and a retired Transport Canada flight safety official welcome to the show Jock it's good to have you on again Hi, it's good to be back. Listen, I, I would have thought this was something that we already did. Is there a, a past, uh, <laughs> a history for this? I think a lot of people think that this goes on. Uh, but I've got to tell you, when you do your medical as a pilot, mm. they don't check for alcohol. They don't check for marijuana. They check to see whether you're diabetic, and that's it. Really? You no, know, unless they have reason to suspect that you have some illness. The only testing that goes on is a urinalysis for uh, diabetes. No blood test, no nothing, no psychological interview. There never is a psychological interview. You could be the the world's oldest uh, airline transport pilot licensed licensed guy, and you would never have spoken to a psychiatrist or taken a single psychiatric test. That seems bizarre to me. But, you know, you always talk to those people who say, yeah, don't don't worry about flying. These things could fly themselves. (laughs) Yeah, they can, but they got to have somebody who knows what he's doing telling them what to do. And the simple fact of the matter is, if you get somebody that's got serious mental problems, Mm. you could be in terrible trouble. Because if, if, like a year or so ago, uh, when the German pilot flew his airplane into the French Alps, if the person telling the plane what to do doesn't want to live any longer, you're in big trouble. Yeah, uh, you know, well, now I'm not going to feel so safe <laughs> next time I board a plane. But, um, Jock, in the past, have they tested at all for any kind of uh, drug or alcohol there, with pilots? There are certain companies that have periodically said we're going to do uh, random drug testing, but random drug testing wouldn't have stopped the two events that you were talking about as an example. Right, because they may not have caught them. Well, well, they wouldn't have caught them. The guys were out of country. Mm. They were. Uh, they went out for dinner. They had too many drinks that night, and then they got in the cockpit the next morning. So no amount of random drug testing was going to predict that one. And basically the, the situation is that no amount of random drug testing would have picked out the guy who had too much himself in Calgary and got in the cockpit. So you can institute a program of that sort, and you might eventually catch up with people who are routinely having too much. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, it's not going to prevent any one incident that you could ever look up anywhere. It just, it's unfortunate, but how's it going to do it? Should we be looking at mandatory? Well, I don't think so. To be honest, we... you have just named the two historic events. And remember, neither of those airplanes moved an inch. Mm-hmm. The engines were not even started. So two times in history, Canadian pilots were found to be about to fly an airplane when they shouldn't have because they'd had too much to drink. But the system worked. The people were turned in. They did not fly. And therefore, do we have to uh, adopt a, an extremely 
restrictive program, and I might add a very expensive program to try to prevent something that didn't happen in the first place. What about opioid use? You know, there's a lot of people that have opioid addictions and they're, you know, uh, they're taking them for pain relief. Possibly, yes. I mean, none of us had heard of fentanyl as an example. Uh, four years ago, had you ever heard of fentanyl? No, now not it's at all. famous. Mm. Okay, and there's lots of other things. Oxycontin is another thing that I guess a lot of people are taking. Yeah. We pilots are forbidden to take any prescription medicine without the approval of our um, aviation medical examiner. But the fact of the matter is a lot of pilots have two doctors, one doctor that takes care of them when they're ill and one doctor that's their aviation medical examiner simply because the pilots don't want the word to get out. Interesting. Yeah, and I'm sorry to reveal that. Yeah, well, that's why we have you on the show, because we always learn something new from you. Uh, So this Fit to Fly workshop in Gatineau, Quebec, say you're uh, part of this panel trying to figure out tougher tougher safety rules and and what's needed if pilots should face random alcohol and drug testing. You're obviously saying, forget about the random alcohol and drug testing. But as far as tougher safety rules, do you think there's anything that needs to be addressed? I think we have a magnificent safety record in general. Our pilots are highly professional. And this applies to all international civil aviation organization signatory nations. I mean, it includes Belgium, France, Holland, uh, the United States, all of the countries that are first world countries, for lack of a better term, have very, very comprehensive programs encouraging flight safety. All we want to do is just tweak them periodically, make sure that if there's something that's come up. I think what's come up recently, as an example, is we're about to legalize marijuana use. Right. But I hope we're not legalizing it for pilots because, believe me, the last thing you want is a pilot that's stoned coming in to land your airplane. You know, this is not what we want to have. We've been liberal enough with our overall government that Mm -hmm. now we're saying, well, this is not illegal. Well, if it's not illegal, how are you going to stop a guy from, you know, having a few smokes before he takes off? So maybe that's why we're having this conference. Interesting. So they can address that problem. I, I know that they have a policy on alcohol. You can't have uh, had a drink eight hours before you fly. Is that correct? Well, sometimes eight hours, sometimes 12 hours. And some very restrictive airlines say no hours. You will have no blood alcohol whatsoever. Couldn't they do the same with weed? They could, except do we have an accurate test for weed? I don't know. I, I Frankly, I've never had so much as a puff, so I'm not an expert right. on that. But but the truth of the matter is, do we have a test that's, that's cheap, reliable, and uh, how can I say transportable? Because yeah. if we're going to check people, and you happen to be in the Netherlands instead of in Canada... You better be checkable in the Netherlands, I guess, if we're going to say that it's universal. Well, I think they're working on uh, a roadside test because uh, that's the big question mark that everybody's talking about with the legalization of marijuana. You know, how do we check people for, uh, you know, toking and driving? You know, I really appreciate you being on the show again, Jock. You're a wealth of information and a lot of fun. My pleasure. Call again if you wish. We will. Thanks so much. All right. That's Jock Williams. He's a retired Air Force fighter pilot and uh, retired Transport Canada flight safety official talking about you know how right now there's a little summit going on. They want to figure out if uh, this Fit to Fly workshop in Gatineau, Quebec, it's aimed at figuring out if we need more tougher safety rules or if pilots should face random alcohol and testing, drug testing. And there is, you know, breach of privacy there uh, that some people feel, you know, if you're going to fly a plane, you don't have a right to privacy as far as my safety is concerned. There's a lot of people that argue, or would argue that as well. It's Talk Radio, AM640 Toronto.